Hello, beloved guests, and welcome once more to Michael Reynolds' auditory horror land, Chill Bleed. I'm your host, Gigalithic. Uh, I'm your host, Dan. I'm your host, John. And today, we enter the terrifying murder mystery, uh, the fourth, fifth, fourth? Uh, fourth stage, fifth stage of the game? Fifth stage, stage of the game, Killer Man. Um. So, what are well, Killer Man's a very important stage? Mm-hmm. I would say it, 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 it's a it's a bit of a twist. I mean, I would say it's a bit of a twist, but there really isn't. And well, I would say that the closest thing to a straightforward stage in the game is the Revenge of Queen Worm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and possibly. The first level as well, to an extent. Yeah. Um, but yes, this is... But this is the biggest twist so far on the formula. Um, mm-hmm. And this is the part where, in previous levels, the theme park frame story had seemed like nothing but a, nothing except a frame story mm-hmm. for these different horror things, with just occasional glimpses at it, mostly during the boss, boss encounters, particularly last time. Um, this is the first time that, this is the first time that Ill Bleed, the park, matters in a level of Ill Bleed. Yeah, the entire thing is basically set in Ill Bleed, in the sort of, uh, what are they called in Disneyland? The, Back uh, uh, They're called the, um, they're like, it... The creepy some... Disney under, underground fortress they have? Yeah, yeah, it's called Something Door, like oh. Corridor. Oh, uh, I, I know this, but I can't remember it. Like Cellar Door or something. Uh, uh yeah, let me... It, it, it is set in backstage of Illbleed, essentially, which, uh, unfortunately... Utilidor, that's the one. Unfortunately, in, in this level translates to mostly long, empty hallways. Yes, it's basically all utilidors. It's concrete with fluorescent lighting overhead and some piping. Um, <laughs> but that's uh, that's acceptable because in the previous levels the setting had been mostly like most of the storytelling of the level. Uh, it's the classic survival horror. Something bad has happened here and you are finding out about it. You'll find out why why everything is so fucked up. Whereas in this level, it's more some like it, it, it's a murder mystery of sorts. Uh, it is a murder mystery. It's it's not a it sensible is, you know, one, but true. there's a murder and it's That's, a mystery. Yeah. It, um. Yeah. No, uh, go on. It's. It's certainly an interesting, like, take on the murder mystery genre where, I mean, we'll get into it, but it seems to be a non-mystery. A murder non-mystery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a murder, um, fact. <laughs> the, um... There are very quickly about two plausible suspects. Yes. And it turns uh, it, well, it turns out to be neither of them. Yeah, the um, it doesn't follow the well. Let me see. What are the rules? What are Conan Doyle's rules of uh, murder mysteries? Um, it's that I mean the, the the basics of it is that it must be evidence must be presented objectively yes to the reader uh, in such a way that they could be expected to reasonably solve before the last chapter. So, yes, Um, here here we go. Since, I mean, I think that we're going to engage in this whodunit, we should be as prepared as possible to, uh, to, you know, to analyze it from every possible angle, because, uh, you know, this is a work of literature. Right. Uh, The criminal must be someone mentioned in the early part of the story, must not, but must not be anyone whose thoughts the reader have, has been allowed to follow. So that rules out the player character immediately. 
all supernatural or preternatural agencies are ruled out as a matter of course. Of course, you know, you don't want a supernatural. No, not more than one secret room or passage is allowable. The entire story here is set in a secret room. So, I guess no hitherto... It's one, I suppose. Yes. No hitherto undiscovered poisons may be used, nor any appliance which will need long scientific explanation. <laughs> Um, then there's a racist one. Um, and then no accident must ever help the detective, nor must he have an accountable in intuition, which proves to be right. The detective must not himself commit the crime. The detective must not light any light on any clues, which are not instantly produced for the inspection of the reader. The stupid friend of the detective, the Watson, must not burn, yeah. must not conceal any thoughts which pass through his mind. His intelligence must be slightly, but very slightly, below that of the average reader. Twin brothers and doubles generally must not appear unless we have been duly prepared for them. Mm -hmm. So, what do you think that Arthur Conan Doyle would fe how, would feel about Killer Man? I think he would be very confused. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, okay, okay, let's get into it. <laughs> I, I, I think it is real quick worth mentioning that I, b I believe Ronald Knox, a little-known writer of detective fiction from that era, was the actual author of those. Conan, oh. Doyle, was, Conan Doyle was his hero. Ah. But in regards to the one you did not read, I know for a fact that there are... Chinamen in various Sherlock Holmes stories, uh, so he even he would not have followed them. But yeah, but yeah th th that was the sort of rough codification of the genre back as it was originally envisioned. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so uh, we're playing as Erico this time, and Erico is starting on the fifth challenge. Out of six of Michael Reynolds' virtual horror land, it'll bleed. Uh, and mm -hmm. we get our opening narration. It took place... Okay, wait, sorry. Creaking. It took place in New York in 1935. America was just coming out of the Great Depression when something happened that shocked the world. The papers called it the Killer Man Serial Murders, which began with the killing of the CEO of Manhattan Mutual Bank. The citizens of New York started to panic as there seemed to be no pattern or motivation for what would turn into 39 murders in less than a month. Since no one knew the killer's identity, they started calling him Killer Man because he left the same trademark on all of his victims. A bright red star, or Killer Mark. Then, there was nothing. No more murders, or at least ones that could be traced to Killer Man, until 66 years later. He was back. He had to be. His mark was found on the face of a utility repairman near Central Park. The Manhattan Police Department immediately assigned a special task force to investigate the case and hopefully prevent such a thing from happening again. And our objective for this mission, uh, well, mm -hmm. to put it simply, uh, the word, it's the word kill, written out with K's, I's, and L's in big font, the K is made of several K's, the I is made of several I's, the L is made of several L's. It's just kill. Yeah. Kill. Uh, it... I think this is yeah. Killer Man's objective. Mm -hmm. uh, so... Well, we also get a, a nice picture of Killer Man. Oh, yeah. Lightning in the background. Worth mentioning, uh... This, like, 1930s serial killer does look like a Power Ranger villain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the important mm -hmm. part. Yes. Yeah, I've... Look and function. And he, and he has a yeah. starfish on his head. Yes, he has I've a starfish. I've been thinking, like, between this, like, some of the stuff from last level, uh, 
I think Yobleed's biggest influence is actually Tokusatsu. Yeah, that's the thing. That's honestly a pretty mm. good bet. Like Ban and like Banbalo, you know, he turned into a giant mm-hmm. Banbalo. <laughs> What's more Tokusatsu than a regular sized dude turning into a giant sized dude? Well, I think that's part of, to me, the one of the jokes of the game as a whole is that these all these different levels start as ostensibly different niche genres of horror. You have, (laughs) I don't know, a a, a Texas Chainsaw Massacre kind of thing. You have your monster creature feature. You have your, I mean, haunted, there's a million 80s horror movies that take place in an evil mall. Uh, You have a mystery, a murder mystery, and they are essentially all different, and they all end up with here's a giant monster or silly guy in a costume. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they all, like, break down, which I guess fits in with the theme park nature yeah. of, yeah, of, of the, the exhibit. The theme park there is are also guys in costumes. Yeah, like, down. I, that is kind of a central thesis. Like, pretty much every boss fight ends with some sort of malfunction. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Killer Man is unique because it starts mm-hmm. with one. It's interesting if you look at it from the perspective of one man, Michael Reynolds, is writing all, I guess theoretically writing all of these, because if you look at it from that perspective, it, it, it's, it's almost like he starts up with all these different ideas, but halfway through each time, by the time he's getting, like trying to get to the end, he just resorts to the same... He just can't help it being, it was, you know, writing, it was a giant monster all along at the end of every story. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of like a, um, you know, he's a guy who has too much money and no idea how to handle it. And so kind of his reach extends out, like his his reach is beyond his grasp. Uh, and, and as a writer, he's, he's kind of a hack. Yeah. Uh, I do think Michael Reynolds would make Common Writer Black or whatever it's called, that weird horror one yeah this is a uh, it's ill bleed is really skywalker ranch mm. if you think about it so uh this level begins unlike the others instead of taking going straight into the level we actually end up in a theater like the ones on the outside like the entrances uh mm-hmm. this one uh erico is just in the theater, it's empty. Uh, she walks around. Uh, she finds the fire exits, and one of them leads into a back room where a man has died. And mm-hmm. just like in the movies, uh, he has a big star on his face, the killer mark. Oh. Incident. I think it would be very funny. I think it would have been, they missed out on an opportunity to make like the projection screens and all the TVs have stars on them. That would be or good. Something. Yeah. Incidentally, I am finding myself thinking of Killer Man as a dead by daylight killer. <laughs> oh, Killer Man! If I would, that's the only thing that would get me to play Dead by Daylight. I'd forgive them for the NFTs if they if they made. Killer Man, a playable you, character. You, like, press M2, and he shoots a big anime laser. Mm-hmm. And he can... He has after-image powers. Killer Man would maybe be too strong for Dead by Daylight. <laughs> uh, so, uh... Let's see. One thing to note is that there are no documents yeah, in yeah. this level. We usually... Yeah. Dan... Which I guess... The documents are meant to be lore in the context of the thing mm-hmm. and are, I guess, prepared by mm-hmm. the park. But mm-hmm. since we're not in the park, there's no doc. It's actually surprisingly kind of consistent. Yeah, and the documents, the, the, the place of the documents is taken by right. dialogue. Oh, the dialogue. Oh, yeah. it's so good. Uh... So is is Jorg played by the Jorg? Yeah, that's Jorg Tittle. Uh, yes. Okay. 
Well, we'll we get we'll get to that, I guess. Yes, sorry. There's to... a new there's a new character in this, mm-hmm. and I I think the reason he exists is because he's basically the protagonist of this mm-hmm. story. Whoever the player character just kind of runs around. I mean, just, who wants to introduce your? So yeah, uh, shortly after getting through there, uh, uh. Erico ends up, uh, well, actually, first, let me just, I'll just try to go this linearly. So, Erico goes through the tunnels, uh, there's a bunch of props, and we can see, like, all of the enemies we've been fighting so far in the game are, like, different, uh, props that have been set up. Like, there's ones of the woodcutters, the meat mans, and there's one of killer man, but it's short one, uh... Mm-hmm. This worker is just very worried about this because they're really expensive. Uh, they see Erico and assume Erico is like a part-timer just uh, working here. Uh, they tell Erico to talk to Cunningham. Uh, and this is where we meet Cunningham and York Tittle. Uh, York for short. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, Yorg is a reporter. Yorg's yeah. Yorg is a reporter. He has a press mm-hmm. armband. Uh, yes, not a pass. He has it. He's an armband. Yeah, like like he like you know, Japanese game, <laughs> Japanese setting, I guess. <laughs> I guess in the context of Japan, he has an armband like he's in mourning. Yeah. Uh, and there's also Cunningham, who is this very rude and aggressive. Uh, Supervisor of the Killer Man section of the uh, mm-hmm. park, with a sniveling voice, like "Yeah, we get back yeah. to work." And they're talking about how expensive the Killer Man costume is. It costs like twenty million dollars. Uh, and uh, and we get our sort of first suspects. Uh. Yorg yes. and Cunningham, and also Jason, who is a, uh, a mm-hmm. lower tiered worker in the in Obi. Yeah. yeah, we saw him. We saw him early. He's the one who was distressed yeah. that the uh, the Killer Man costume yeah. had been taken. The twenty million dollar Killer Man mm-hmm. costume. Uh. So, Cunningham tells Erico to uh, go check out the control room. Meanwhile, he's taking York to the monitor room. Uh, let's, uh, Erica runs into this worker who says she's missing her ID card. This generic worker, despite his very weird and suspicious voice, is not a suspect. He's like, yeah, he's got like this kind of weird undertextured face and like these blue eyes. He's, he's a interesting model. <laughs> and he never comes yeah. up again. Um. So yeah, your your title is a, a real person mm-hmm. in real life. Uh, he's he yeah. seems like a cool dude. Uh, um, he's he's a director and a writer. He's worked on video games mm-hmm. and movies. Uh, he's got a Twitter. You can look it up. Uh. Mm-hmm. He actually recently, like, like a little bit before this podcast started, uh, uh, he he was like writing about uh, thinking about how it was like to work on the game and meeting the creator and his like like weird, unique vision. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Uh, what happens next? Oh, uh. So, Erico has to go through the trap storage room, or the prop room, and it's just full of traps and enemies from the rest of the game, uh, including ones that we haven't run into yet. Uh, uh, there's a Mary encounter, there's a dummy man, uh, there's, like, the bleeding faces from before, uh, there's also some eggs... Uh, there's like a glitch that Super Great Friend runs into here where this this one egg just has infinite health. 
but yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh. There. Uh. So. Uh. At also of note, uh, Super Great Friend points out that because of this very cutscene heavy scene, or cutscene heavy, uh, chapter, pretty much every character has, like, their own dialogue lines, including Brainless Randy. Uh, there's. There's later a bonus video in the Let's Play just showcasing all the cutscenes with Brainless Randy talking. Uh, it's something. It's basically like a slightly more cogent mm -hmm. Homsar. Mm. That kind of thing. Uh, it's a pretty mm -hmm. funny thing to include. Especially given the probable low percentage of people who found it. I do like it yeah. when devs do that. Uh, That's also kind of... It, it pretty quickly becomes apparent that the reason Yorg is in, is in this thing is to be the protagonist so you don't have to re-record all this dialogue yeah. with all the different things. Most of this level is Yorg piecing the mystery together while occasionally the player character says... Oh, that's right. You're so smart, Yorg. We're basically well, yeah. Watson for this. Yorg, uh... well, it's not the case. I think either I are well. It's funny. It's funny that he's like a localization guy because Yorg has real big like mm -hmm. OC energy. Yeah, it, I mean, Yorg's mainly a writer, so he's this sort of, I guess, by the standards of this game, sort of handsome foreigner who comes into who <laughs> shows up midway through the game is mostly in one level and then smart. leaves but he knows Probably. everything and yeah. solves uh, the mystery. By the way, uh, his Twitter is at New, New York N-E-W-J-O-R-G Check that out. Uh, um, anyways. Shout out yeah. to York. Come on the pod. Uh, I... I would not be against uh, bringing, interviewing Yorg, but anyways. Uh, Did, John, are you still here? John? I think we've lost John. Shit. Okay. Uh, let me at John. Mm -hmm. Uh-oh. Uh, maybe they stepped away for a second. Uh, hmm. We probably should have done this episode and Kelly Department Store as mm -hmm. one episode. Oh, disconnect. Oh, yeah. Because. Hello. Oh. Hi. Back. My internet died, but I kept recording on Audacity Ooh. the whole time. Okay, so good. It's it's fine. We're all still synced. The uh, yeah. So I was thinking, just doing some inside baseball while before we get back to it. Um. I was thinking next week we just do Toy Hunter and th and the endings. Yeah, that sounds good. Sure. Okay. Uh, okay. So, Yorg's standing over a dead body. Uh, uh, it's uh, and I don't I don't remember his dialogue here. I didn't write it down. Um, but he's like pointing out that there's killer stars. Uh. There's, uh, they're like, sp I, I believe the gist of it is he's saying, this is all the signs of Killer Man, mm -hmm. but Killer Man is fictional. Uh, how could Killer Man possibly yeah, be real? Uh, <laughs> Erico does compare him to Columbo for some reason. 
Uh, and, yeah, uh, they decide they're gonna find Jason. Uh, they find him in the back lot. Yeah, they, they, they do some implication that, um, the, the, they do some implication like, oh, that manager Cunningham got scared and he turned pale Mm -hmm. and, and ran away. And then he, he, I love that he's like, he doesn't say this is the mark of, um, this is the mark of, of killer man. He says a killer man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, it's like how you call vampires a Dracula. Yeah. All Tokusatsu yeah. villains are a killer man. Uh, so, uh, they keep looking around. Uh, mm-hmm. they get into some restricted areas. Uh, there's a <laughs> and well the f- like the mm-hmm. first thing that happens is that you go ba- they go back to the um like the main the main room where mm-hmm. you first meet Cunningham and uh and that Cunningham is there and he's dead mm-hmm. well he's dying uh and he and says Jason Jason. Jason it has to be mm-hmm. but yeah. Uh Jason, he kind of talks like this. He kind of talks like Vegeta. He does mm-hmm. talk a little bit like Vegeta. Uh they find uh these these like machines designed for uh disposing of bodies. Yes, the cadaver dispo the cada- it's like abandoned cadaver machine mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh and it has two settings. Of Do you remember course. what the two settings are? Oh, yes. Uh, sorry, I should have said welcome to a very Dingar episode of <laughs> Michael Reynolds' Auditory Horror Land Uh Yes, there. it's a machine that just says in, like, aerial font, abandoning a carcass. Um, the two settings are, of course, uh, the two things you would see any on any abandoning a carcass machine. Very Dingar. And mm-hmm. dead. There's also a button that says full down. Mm-hmm. I think that says full down. Yeah. Also, like... You're getting into de- Dreamcast texture problems at that point. but uh... Yeah. It says, I also think that there's a light that says well made. I don't think anyone was as in on the joke as the texture team. They're so was... good. Very Dengar is <clears throat> chef's kiss. Uh, while they're going through like these hallways, they find that you can, they Erico hears like other people getting killed by Killer Man and being dropped in these like uh, abandoning a carcass machines. I would say like the the voice performances on the people getting killed by Killer Man are are very good. No, oh, you can't stop him! Oh God, get away! Oh, and then the cadaver falls down. Yeah, that's what happens when I died. Uh, yeah, when when you're killed by Killer Man, what other option do do you have? Uh, we run into the body of Dog's Bower. Yes, that that was very distressing to me. I I, I don't like seeing him like that. Uh, dogs dogs power needs to be alive for me to function normally. Uh, yeah, they go into like this tech area full of like I think they're supposed to be generators. Uh, and mm-hmm. there's a firefly trap. Uh, and then we see Killer Man in action. Yeah, well, you you don't really see kill a man at first. You mainly see a giant star shaped laser destroy mm-hmm. a man, and then Killer Man kind of briefly flashes on screen as he does a twenty to thirty foot vertical leap into the air. So, so as Jerk points out, um, this clearly points to Jason, as Jason used to be a professional gymnast before he worked at Illbleed. What's the pipeline there? Uh, he. 
he got disgraced in a tragic horror movie accident. Or, or maybe he liked. Oh yeah, he did it. He did the Final Destination, but he yeah. left. Yeah, it's it's what you don't see at the end of that Final Destination scene. Uh, is that? Yeah, he he lived, but he can't do Jim mm-hmm. anymore. Uh So, uh, yeah. Also, at around this point, SGF gets a different mic, and it's it's. Yes, it is the most startling thing that it's, it, it is, happens in the game. Like it is a real like freak out situation if you're just chilling listening to it all at once because suddenly he's got bass in his voice i think he also like might have a cold or he's putting on like he's like i know for it's s jeff's voice at this point it is is a very interesting because i know for a fact he was an adult man in this in 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 at the time he was recording this yeah but whether it's his mic or whatever but he 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 does sound a bit like a teenager trying to talk like an adult. Trying to yeah, trying to do a bit deeper voice. I mean, he didn't have been doing voiceover let's plays for yeah. a while, so yeah. Uh, I think this was like his second let's play, and the first his, he actually used his. This was his first voice let's play. Mm-hmm. Like, what was the first wait, one? Was maybe D two was his first. Yeah, was it sort of the Berserk and uh, yeah. Shadow Man, Man before this, and then D one. Yeah. Which was a uh, voiceless. And I don't remember if D2 right. came before or after this. I think D2 came after. I need to rewatch the D2 Let's Play. That is a wild, fuck oh, yes. wild game. I um, kind of love I kind of love D2. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. D1 sucks, but D2 is pretty cool. D1 is, uh, the spaghetti hair gets me every time. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, they... Okay, uh, yeah, uh, so, uh, right now Jason's the primary suspect because he was, used to be a gymnast, uh, mm-hmm. but then... But, but yeah, that theory gets challenged yeah, pretty quickly. Yeah, because we see another killer man killing, and this time he teleports while firing lasers. Uh, yeah, he does look after him and mm-hmm. shit. I think it is also just worth noting that at this point in the murder mystery, there are three remaining suspects, one of whom, well, as far as we know, two remaining suspects, one of whom has been with us at all times. Well, yeah, and you. We'll Don't get forget to about us. you. Oh, God. And Killer uh, Man. <laughs> anyway, yes. the, uh, yeah, and we can't oh, forget about Killer Man. Uh, Killer Man. Maybe. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> we'll get there. Uh, there's uh, they re- they go through a room full of body bags, and the body bags have pirates in them. Uh. Yes, as most do. I'm not sure if you were aware, but uh, when you get put into a body bag, uh, it does also put on you. Yeah, a this is from costume. the old attraction, uh, the pi- uh, Michael Reynolds pirate horror movie. Uh, uh, Jason? Yeah. It is really funny that this morgue is about the size mm-hmm. of a small factory. Yeah, yeah. Bigger, <laughs> I would say, yeah. as we find out later. Like, I, I have seen, like, car plants that are smaller than, th- than this morgue. Yeah. Everything in Illbleed's very big. It's Illbleed's a game about absurd scales. Uh, yeah. It's an MMO-sized Every, Everything is, like, cartoonishly <laughs> expensive. Uh, there's... Uh, there's, like, giant monsters. So on and so forth, as we'll see later. Uh, so, next we see... Uh, yeah, go ahead. We find Jason, who has found the Killer Man costume, but he says it reeks of Cunningham. Yeah, but, like, case closed, right? You know, he's right next to... If it was Cunningham was in there, why does Jason have the costume? Also, does he know what point, Cunningham's sweat smells like? That's, yeah, it's weird. I, I would like to know. Uh, I think at this point, Yorg also points out, say, he just has a brilliant revelation of, a gymnast couldn't jump, even a gymnast couldn't <laughs> jump that high. Yeah, or teleport. Uh, or teleport. instantly transmit. Uh, and there's a note about how the Killer Man costume has 
no sensors in it that would normally be used to detect thievery. Uh, mm-hmm. As as most costumes mm-hmm. are wont to do. Uh, then we come up a a a somewhat a strange ladder. Yes. Uh, uh, a ladder that has a loading screen when you go up it, but no loading screen yeah. when you go down. Uh, I I my theory is it's just to co- cover up the fact that they didn't have a ladder climbing animation. Mm-hmm. I think it's a Resident Evil homage. It looks yeah. exactly like the doors opening in, or ladder climbing in Resident Evil. Either way, it's funny. I think it's funny. Yeah, it's, it, I, I don't it, think I don't I don't think it ever happens again in the game. No. So it's it, it's really funny that they just made this anime. They made this little thing one time. Yeah, it, and it's funny because the, the amount of ladders that exist in the game. <laughs> the main mo- main method of egress yeah. from combat. Uh, so, uh, I'm trying to make sense of these notes. So it says, uh, Cunningham, so they return <laughs> to, like, where Cunningham's body was, but it's gone. Uh, yeah. I have the words, tried to finger Jason here. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> The arc says he tried to fi- Cunningham tried to finger Jason, uh, and cover up anything mm-hmm. incriminating. So, uh, no, I sorry, I forgot to mention. Uh, there's a Yorg is great. Oh, also, um, Jason is dead. By the way, Jason yeah, gets oh, shot at the end of our oh, yes. interaction. Oh, we that's forgot right. To yes, Jason and and gets Yorg is like there was shot. something. There was some he that killer man had a strange move, which is you know, I guess that's one way to to to, to um to say he shot someone with a handgun. But you know, mm-hmm. do you do you? There's at one point while York is examining one of these bodies, he he's he's just talking about the horrible, gruesome killer man, and at one point he just says, anyway. And he anyway. switches. Anyway, he switches to something. Yorg is like really funny. Yeah, Yorg is probably the funniest character in the in the game. Um, he's like Jar Jar. Uh, he's yeah. the key to all of this. The um, so then after we hear about the fingering uh, that went on, uh, we it's the time for the Who Done It segment. The best oh, music yeah. in the game is here. Yes, it's, it's so good. Sort of seventies game show esque kind of a, but it's also got like I guess like, it's this, like a lounge music vibe from it. Yes, so our it's a jazzy beat. Our let let's get through them. The game, of, we should say the game goes into like the sick yeah. twisted world, like. Uh, screen wipe thing and a Jackbox X narrator. Yeah, it is. It's Jackbox esque. A, a Cookie Masterson esque <laughs> narrator says, "Have you figured it out?" And so then we get the Ace Attorney select your uh, select the person from your court record yeah. who you think did it, and we have five options. The first, I will go from right to left. The first is. You. Me? Uh, are you Killer Man? Is Player Killer Man? They have uh, short descriptions, too. Read the, des- yes. the ama- descriptions are amazing. The, the description for Player is you. Abnormality must have led you to buy this game. One of the funniest jokes in the, in the game. It's so good. It, there's Cunningham, Killer Man's section chief, hot-headed and disturbed. So... Um, then we have, of course, Yorg, reportmer, 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 reporter for Amusement Topic Magazine, researching Illbleed. Did you, uh, do the texture texts for, uh, Illbleed with yeah. the report, reportmer? Reportmer. Jason, Killer Man section staff, used to be a gymnast. Important to remember. I love that because uh, that sounds like how... 
a character would be introduced on like the dating game or something. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, uh, we have um, here. Um, let's see if I'm reading. Killer man, killer man, ill bleeds enemy, mysterious yeah. murder. <laughs> so, one of the options is is killer man, killer man. Uh, the greatest question of our time, perhaps. Uh, killer man is extremely like. Like a tokusatsu character, he's like, I'm not sure what's going on with him. He he he's like wearing like a bodysuit. He's a big he's... pink dude. Yeah, who's got like some like gladiator kind of armor, but like American gladiator kind of armor on. He's got a big star on his face, a big upside down star on his covered in blood on his chest, and a yes. smaller one on his face, and they both kind of look like starfish. Yes, and he's yeah. bald. And he's bald. He it looks kind of like he just has an exposed skull or something. Um, so that's so the thing. When, is it, so it kind of looks more like a bodysuit than like a human, <laughs> like human flesh. Yeah, thinking back to when you played the game, and or maybe just like trying to ignore the fact that we all already know who is Killer Man. Um, who would you say at this point? I would pick Cunningham. Yeah, probably yes. Cunningham. It seems like Cunningham is Killer Man, um, which we'll get there. Um, so I think we can all agree that Cunningham is the most likely, and the second most likely is probably Killer Man. Uh, <laughs> or maybe us. Maybe uh, we were Killer Man all along. Yeah, we don't know what Erica's up to. Uh, we'll learn later that we really don't no, know us what is not, Steel is. Us is, us is not, player is, that's yeah, not, true. It's Erica not is not an option. It's, it's, it's us. It's the person Super holding the friend. controller. Yeah, it's the, it's the girl, it's the girl playing <laughs> this. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, did Super Great Undertale fan. was real. Yeah. Ill bleed walked so Undertale could fly. <laughs> yeah, we really need to, uh. I think Illbleed really needs a cultural re-examination for many reasons. Uh, Yorg is also, I want to say, has maybe the best model in the entire game. <laughs> he's got yeah, a, it looks yeah. he looks like a person. Yeah, he's got a very high resolution texture, like like he's got an expressive face. Maybe even players. The that player makes characters. sense actually. Like if they modeled this after like a real guy, they might have like tried to like mock. They modeled it after a face instead of, like, making one up whole cloth. Well, just but he adds... also has, like, big cheeks, and he kind of looks like a doll. Well, it just adds to the OC-ness of the character, and that, like, he's, like... <laughs> like, yeah. so much more human than everyone else. It's great. We, 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 we're, we're big Yorg heads here. So, after deciding on who we think is the culprit, we enter the next room, which is, uh... You know, the room where all the dead bodies of guests who had come to Illbleed uh, go. And I will say, for atmosphere, this might be the yeah. scariest, like, authentically scariest part of it's, Illbleed. Yeah. They've got a soundtrack uh, with, like, oohs and stuff. The texture for the dead bodies is pretty high-res and mm-hmm. pretty creepy. Yeah, pretty nasty, and it's got, the room goes on farther than you can uh, ever see. It always goes into the fog. It's a pretty uh, cool visual. It, it, like I said, Elbleed's a game about scale, and at, we learn here that like hundreds of people, like over a hundred people, die in this park every day. Yeah, it, it would seem that most of the population of the planet Earth has died in Elbleed. It, it's just massive. It's really gives you, like, this sense of, like, overwhelming and... <laughs> Michael Riddles is a fucking monster. He is monster. a mass murderer, and he's getting away with it. Yeah. Uh, he has a museum, for God's sake. He's like Henry he Kissinger. Is. God. Uh, so... I shouldn't compare Michael Riddles to Henry Kissinger. Henry Kissinger's a real yeah. person. He's yeah. much worse. Uh... uh so, uh, they go through the morgue, uh, some fun traps, you get attacked mm-hmm. by ghosts. Uh, you get attacked by zombies, and 
unlike the like regular enemies from before, the zombies don't actually die. They're they're not like the weird animatronics or costumes or whatever. These are like actual supernatural zombies. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, you get a pretty good close up look at the uh, the the texture of all the bodies, and they're like really gross. They're like gray and like desiccated and hollow. They remind me a little bit of Goya's uh, black, black paintings. paintings. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they they have that very like pallid, ashy sort of uh, look to them. Their eyes are all hollows, and you can see their ribs, and they they don't look quite like they're not like skeletons. They're not decaying. They're just uh, kind of brown and uh, and like completely lifeless. Like not also, like... it's a, a little bit like how also a little bit like how Junji Ito draws bo- dead bodies. Yeah, like the the blood has long since dried up and it's just dry now. It's like it's like shriveled. Yeah. It's 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 pretty good. Uh so Jor- Yorg gets grabbed by the ghoulies and Erico has to yeah. rescue Yorg. And this is very important because if you don't save Yorg you can't solve the mystery, and you don't get the million-dollar prize. And you don't get the don't good get ending. You don't get the good ending, either. Which is necessary to get the true ending. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Uh, around this point, uh, Super Great Friend gets very confused by uh, the whole J- Japanese language thing about she uh being the number four and also being the first syllable for death uh and that's that's pretty much all that needs to be said about that yep uh, uh the uh he does a bit of a bit yeah uh uh yeah anyway so well he's gotta okay he's gotta do something because we've yeah, not they... really discussed it because it's boring most of this level is walking through yeah. long, empty corridors. Yeah, they, you, like, that's he what had to, the like, gameplay he, he was, is. He was he was making time basically, because but yeah, it's uh, you know, yeah. hmm, maybe yeah. York did it. Uh, <laughs> no, York yeah, did not do it. The, Erico is able to rescue York and unlocks York as the secret final character. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Perfect for our next stage. Uh, and uh, at this point, uh, Jorg and Erico uh, find Cunningham, uh, and it's it's all very confusing. There's there's five suspects, no motive, uh, but Jorg is able to figure it out. Uh, oh wait, yeah, they find Cunningham. Mm-hmm. He's like stashing money away. Uh, Yes, he's loading up and he's yeah, stealing he the prize like money. Yeah, he was like killing uh, guests and taking their prize money that they get for trying to get through Elbleed. Uh, so then Cunningham holds them up. He's got a very tiny gun. Uh, mm-hmm. It's uh, very cute. Um, but before he can shoot anyone, he yeah, before he can do his he gets LDs. blasted by Killer Man. Yes, it's Killer mm-hmm. Man. So, um, it's Killer Man. There's, yeah. Killer Man's here, uh, and it's time to yeah. fight Killer Man. Killer Man has some cool-ass abilities. He can use his big uh, chest laser. He can do his instant transmission to go around. He does, like, a big light AoE. Uh, I don't know what the Killer Man's deal is. He's yeah. kind of cool, though. Uh and he has it's, like this thing where he'll like throw out some like sparkly stars or something. It's um, very funny to think of this guy in the context of Great Depression mm-hmm. New York. Yes. Yeah, I I would He looks like nothing that is culturally associated with that era or time period. Mhm. Uh area. yeah. So also interesting about Killer Man is the boss oh. fight room in which you yeah. fight him. In... Um so 
the room is effectively a bunch of screaming red faces that have been molded together that uh, make up the texture of the walls, which with several big, prominent screaming faces uh, protruding out, and one, and they're like wiggling and yelling, and there's one bigger one that comes out of the Mm -hmm. ceiling that uh, is kind of like doing a little like drip coffee maker, but it's maggots that are coming out. And so there's just kind of like a little spigot of maggots in the yeah. middle of the room. Uh, uh, this this also does seem to come out of nowhere. This, I, I guess Killer Man brought Erica oh, into really? this room. <laughs> and the Killer Man level, something came out of well, nowhere? Well, you can actually see it in the background in, in the Cunningham huh. cutscene. Like, okay. Uh, it is dire- It is behind Cunningham. You can see, like, the blood spilling out of it. I can't believe you would suggest that something would come out of nowhere with no warning or build-up or explanation in, in Ilbleed? the world You're of right. Ilbleed. That sounds, yeah, that sounds out of character. I should rethink my words. Yeah, please, <laughs> hey, Dan, please think before you talk next time. Or you're gonna end I'm up gonna in end the morgue. I'm gonna be... Yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to be part of Killer Man. Uh, speaking of which, uh, your master of deduction has uh, figured this one out too somehow. Uh, Killer Man is in fact the incarnation of all the dead guests at Ilbleed <laughs> who have gotten angry, and their spirits have occupied the Killer Man costume. Uh, and it, y- yeah, yeah, yeah. Killer Man was Killer Man, is the important part. I mean, part. it makes a certain amount of sense of why he would never target Yorg or... Or Erica. Uh, or Erica. The player character, but only tar- the, target the employees of Ilbleed. Like, yeah. that checks out. I mean, I still think he's taking it out the wrong way. Um, because, well, I would know, not start just, with... They just the, need a, a paycheck. Yeah. Well, it's it's classic false Should have uh, taken it out yeah. on Michael Reynolds, probably. Yeah, Michael Reynolds is probably the most deserving. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, then well, you'd have to... Killer Man would have to stay overnight at Ilbleed successfully, and no one's ever done that before, so it, it's easier fairness, just to kind of... Uh, in fairness, they are the spirits of dead bodies. It's, it's a lot to expect them right. to have class consciousness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> they don't understand intersectionality. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yes, so the correct answer to the question of who is Killer Man... Is Killer Man yeah. is Killer Man, and if Duh. you didn't select it, which if you didn't select the thing that probably feels like the third or fourth most likely answer at the point that you were given it, you don't yeah. get to see the end. Yes, <laughs> and you don't get the prize. Uh, which is it confusing because we're not Yorg, or are we? Well, now we can play as Yorg. True. We are York now. Anyway. Uh, uh, so yeah, that's, that's Killer, Killer Man. Man. Uh, it's a shaggy dog story, really. Honestly, like, 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 like it's... Like, it would have been... To... It would have made sense if at the end... I would have, I would have had a better reaction to it if at the end, instead of saying clear, it said the aristocrats. Uh... <laughs> No, that's the next level. The next level is the aristocrats. Oh, do you like? Just, yes, the next level is yeah. The, yeah. Never mind. Yeah, of, of the game as a whole, I would say to to me, the only way to make sense of this level is as parody seems like the wrong word, but I, I will use it. Parody of the murder mystery genre, um, but wh- whereas some things parody their source materials by aping them and exaggerating their traits. This level parodies the murder mystery by doing nothing associated with the murder mystery. Yeah. Except for, like, the only thing here that is, like, murder mystery content is just the frame story of, like, two characters going, hmm, what's this? And it asks you who did it. Like it nothing else sense. resembles that genre. I love so like kind of like it's kind of a reverse of the rest of the game because it, it, it literally it's like an inverse of the rest of the game because the rest of the game you spend going around like um in uh like the in the actual attractions and 
Old Me at the end is it revealed how mm-hmm. fake it is. And this one, you go around the inside, the inner workings of... Uh, wow. uh, it's not really the inner workings of an attraction. It's mainly just Illbleed's storehouse. But uh, you uh, only at the end is it revealed to be a supernatural... Uh, like, this is the only one that doesn't have a twist, and yeah. it's still the twist. Yeah. Well, it's all... F- it's all fake and then real instead of all or it's all well you know what i mean yeah it, it's yeah damn so that one very good analysis two this is something i love about Illbleed, which is as stupid and mindless as it seems occasionally a close reading of it does actually provide a glimpse of like structure or authorial intent yeah it is that's a to me the early bizarre it, game uh, but that to me is what makes it more interesting than just mm-hmm. your average bad wacky game is that like if you look at it really closely you can see like the glimmers of like this is what they were th- th- there's purpose in it if you like glean yeah. it and that's really fun uh so they now know just how guilty michael reynolds is for in inducing this on so many people and it's time yes. to go it's time to... to the Michael Reynolds Museum, as as York says, no. but it's actually it's not. Time to... um, no, it's time to go to it's Child's Palace. It's time to go play Toy Hunter. Court goes to hell. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's a confusing thing about uh, about this one, uh, is that York says, I'll meet you at, at, at the Michael Reynolds Museum. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the last level. Like, the killer man's the penultimate level. Which would make sense, because it has that kind of vibe. But no, there's actually a level... There's an interstitial level before mm-hmm. this and one. Uh, one that... Uh, it's very weird, because I feel like it explains <laughs> some mechanics in the game. Uh, the next level does. It, 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 it's, it's, it's a different kind of level. But it also, like, at the beginning, tutorializes some aspects of... Yeah. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there next time. But next time, join us in the Child's Palace Theater for Toy Hunter. Quark goes to... He- Quark? Quark. Not Quark. No, there is. I, I would have loved a Ferengi in Hellbleed. Uh, is it Quark or Quark. Quarky? It's Quark goes to hell. Quark is the thing from right. Trailer Park Force. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, we've, we, so. we sent out some... Uh, we sent out to ask you what your killer man culprit theories uh, are, uh, and a couple. We got a couple responses. I'm just gonna read them out. Uh, mm-hmm. Friend of the show, Morg at Haunting the Morg asks, "Is it Red Herring from Pup Named Scooby Doo?" Uh, hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Michael Healy asks. Oh, you do you not do you not know about Pup Named Scooby Doo? I'm very familiar. I watched it a lot as a kid. Okay, yeah, but yeah. Red herring. It kind of is red herring from Pup Named Scooby Doo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Michael Healy at Michael Healy suggests the vaguely reddish color scheme and the star on his face. That's Tommy Oliver, circa 1996 on Power Rangers Zio. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, friend of the show, PR at PR the Disaster, provides another question. Is Killer Man even such a bad guy anyway? I heard he gives out... No, yeah. he's, he's justified. I heard he gives out candies at uh, Jimmy Banbello's funeral and was even on Ellen one of these days. I think the staff is just being a bit sensitive I, about this TBH. I mean, I would say that being on Ellen is a sign of a bad person. I don't think that is... It's it's a bit of a, a a black mark. It it shows that you're generous. Uh, yes, Ellen the yeah. generous, famous for her generosity. Uh, yeah, that's all I got to read out. Uh, all right. So let's go for some plugs. Uh, let's see. I've got. Uh, a a U.S. standard plug here. 
uh, that you can use in any outlet in the U.S. They're very unsafe. Um, Yeah, they they, you can just you can just have a live contact sticking right out of the wall and touch it whenever you want. That's the only kind I have. Uh, But where can we find you? Oh, hey, uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Gigalithic. Uh, I have a few accounts, but that's the main one. I guess if you want to learn what I do in Final Fantasy XIV, you can follow Bella Quest. Uh, or Bella Prague. I think it's Bella Prague. Whatever. Anyway, you can also find the art I did in a game called Paradise Killer. You can find my voice uh, in a podcast called Zero to Zero. We are currently watching the film of Wonder Woman, and we are liking it's it. It's a um, Yes, we're liking it despite its star uh, being not a very good actress and a fairly bad person. Um, the uh, You can also listen to me sometimes on a, uh, a podcast called Matter Meter Lads, where we read poetry uh, and... Uh, I think that's it. I think that's all the ones I'm on. Uh, I'm Dan. You can find me... Oh, uh, Actually, John, you go first. Oh, okay. I'm John. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at at GlamFrancis. And (laughs) if uh, things go well tomorrow, you might be able to find me on TV at some point in the future. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. Um... Cross, cross your fingers for me. I will. They're, uh, they're not going to get uncrossed for, for several years now. <laughs> they're just stuck uh, like this. I'm Dan. You can find me at a lot of places. You can find all those places at linktr.ee slash big underscore challenges. From there, you can find my Twitter, at Bigger Challenge. You can find my other podcasts, which include Pod of Greed, a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast, uh, we just recorded the season two finale episode uh, for Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. Wow. Uh, How was it? Was, it? it was a lot. Uh, a kid. Yeah, that, that show tends to be. Uh, a kid turns into a T-Rex. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, we're we're past uh, we're past w- women turning into tigers and and onto kids turning into T-Rexes. Um, uh, you can listen to. The Sonic Shuffle, uh, a Sonic Lore podcast. Uh, we've got a Halloween episode that'll be up soon. Uh, yeah, yeah, about, about Tales Tales right? We've got Nanoroy of Nanoroy's Night Marinara. It's a really good episode. It's uh, exciting. You can listen to video games, the movie, the podcast. A video game movie podcast I do with my friend Maxie. Uh, on... We are go- soon going to record our Resident Evil episode with a uh, uh, friend and expert of Resident Evil, Morgan Kerskoat, and Stranger's Fiction, uh, actual play podcast, focus on one-shots, hasn't updated lately. Uh, and mm-hmm. last but not least, you can visit at Xbox underscore holiday, where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. We, we thank him for his service. <laughs> uh... Happy Halloween, Xbox. If, if, yes, happy Halloween, Xbox. And happy Halloween to you, dear listener. Um, all you geeks and gamers out there. Uh, uh, it, it, we're, yeah, we're not quite... It would be nice if we could neatly fit in the end of the podcast before Halloween, but we're not yeah. quite there. But, uh, yeah. Uh, but you'll at least be able to hear this episode, which is probably yes. widely considered to be the pinnacle of ill bleed. Mm, I don't know. I think it's I think it it's might the next be the one. next one. The uh but yeah, what's scarier than being murdered? Uh and yeah. yeah. Join us next time for the the finale of, of Chill Bleed. Mm-hmm. At least that right. I know of. Uh so yeah, yeah. Uh good night everyone. Heavy and dollar. Very ding. Very ding dollar. Very dingar. Very dingar.